Hello and welcome to the Fiercely Awakening podcast. My name is Dr. Tanya Holcomb, and I'm on a mission to normalize naturopathy in big, bold ways. I want you to see the world through my eyes, where extraordinary health and massive upgrades in life are always available to you. You'll be inspired to trust your body's wisdom to heal, motivated to claim your next upgrade in health and life, release what no longer serves you, and pursue what you truly desire. If you seek truth, you are on the freedom path to your greatest potential. You are Fiercely Awakening. Welcome. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Fiercely Awakening podcast. So, This is take number four or maybe five at this point, and it is so rare that I end up redoing podcasting. I mean, it definitely happens, but this is pretty um, interesting. And so I just took a time out, sat with it, like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing right now? And I absolutely feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. So I just went and made a hot chocolate with some bone broth in it and I'm sipping on this. You might hear me take some sips in the background, give my brain some love and we're going to dive in. We're going to talk about some cool stuff. So first up, it is very late. It is past my bedtime and the reason that it is late and it is past my bedtime is because I have a very short uh, work week, if you want to call it that. Because tomorrow I am heading out of town on a little mini vacation to celebrate my husband's birthday and just have some great family time and some great winter time. And we have a cool winter storm coming in. Um, So that means we have to leave even earlier tomorrow. Anyway, um, so I had to sit with this because the podcast was something that was a promise that I would get done before I left. So here we are. I'm leaving tomorrow. Tomorrow's not really a good option to record. And so I had to run this through my filter. Like, is this still a thing? Like, is this for my highest good to record this podcast? Because it's going to cost me sleep. But when I ran it through my filter of, is this good for me now or later? It's definitely not good for me later to take this with me, to not get it done. I know I'm not going to sleep well knowing that this is out there and this was a promise to myself. And so, again, there's times where we have permission to change our mind, right? But there's also things that are like sacred. And so this is something that is on my sacred list right now. Like, yes, I am going to honor my word that I want to get this done. And so I already had it all planned of what I was going to do. It was just a matter of creating space to record it. So anyway, I get to sleep in a little bit tomorrow too. So it's going to be all good. But here we are given this a shot. <laughs> um, so going away. Um, oh, actually what I wanted to say is it's really, really cool. You guys to keep promises to yourself, because when you keep promises to yourself, it helps grow your confidence. And when you keep promises to yourself and it helps grow your confidence, like you expand your capacity. So it's a really big deal to keep these promises of what's important to you. Like, obviously it's not going to be all the things all the time, but like, this is on my sacred list right now. So it's a promise I want to keep. 
Um, but speaking of confidence, something that I have booked for myself are ski lessons. And if you ask my husband, he will tell you that I've been skiing for years. And I'm like, I have not been skiing for years. We skied one time. I knew nothing about skiing when we were engaged. And then fast forward, I've skied maybe five times, maybe. And all of the times I'm just faking it out there. Like I really don't quite know what I'm doing. Um, you know, of course I have the basics down, but I just don't feel like a rock star. And so I started thinking like, what if, what if I did feel really confident on my skis? How would that change things for me? Well, it's a pretty big deal because I really enjoy skiing. I really love like being outdoors. Um, I love the adventure of it. I, I love, I don't, I don't know. I just really like it. Even though I'm not good at it, I really like it. And so I'm not good at it yet. Let me correct that. And so I was like, okay, like what do, what do I do with anything else I want to be confident with, right? It's like you hire the person, you take the course, you get the coach, you get the mentor. Like this is all shaped shape me into who I am today. So why would it be any different with this? So I am super excited and um, just, I don't know, like to feel confident, right? It's such a good feeling. So that's happening. Um, but as I'm reflecting on this, it reminds me of my first ever time skiing, which I was like 16 and I went away with a family. Um, it was a friend of mine her family, but like, we weren't like super good friends. So it was completely, you know, out of my element. We went to a different country even, uh, to go skiing. And it was a really cool experience, except it was just like slap on the skis and go. And <laughs> I tumbled down so many mountains that trip. Um, I had to be rescued. It was like a big deal. So anyway, I am packing my rescue remedy because I know I'm going to stretch myself um, but I also am like super stoked to come out on the other side of it. So anyway, think of me and my ski lessons. I'm excited. Uh, but there is so much goodness you guys happening, um, in my world right now, like oh, so much good stuff. So we have the cyclical calculator that is wrapped up and we're gearing up to formally release this with a cleansing circle. We also have a cleansing circle rebrand happening and it's so funny because I have been, um, I've been wanting to rename it for a while now and like the name just hasn't dropped in. And this is so not like me because names come to me like ideas come to me fast and furiously. Like I, it's like, yeah, that's it, you know? And I've even done some active work on this of like brainstorming. I'm like, mm, 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 nope, nope. And then the name dropped in today and it was like, it's been here all along. I just wasn't looking at it because it's a name that I've used for a previous program. So it was like, to me, I just was thinking, no, I can't use that. But then I'm like, why can't I use that? It perfectly summarizes what we're doing in the cleansing circle. So anyway, I'm excited to unveil it to you still a rebrand of everything, but, um, it just makes the cleansing circle feel much more complete, which is the cleansing is part of this experience, but it's not the whole experience, 
right? Like it's doing the work in between cleanses that is so important and we are so primed to support you in this journey. And so we're going to be releasing cleansing circle packages that are going to be uh, first released to the alumni and then we'll publicly release them this spring. We also have body talk happening, uh, which is right around the corner. Uh, this is just a really cool experience to like start learning the language of the body. And I have built in some really fun features of this program. So I'm excited about that. And then Fem Babes is happening next, which is the fertility, preconception care, pregnancy, uh, postpartum course. And then of course, Fiercely Empowered Mama is absolutely booming. There's so much goodness happening inside of there. So many wins, celebrations, so much knowledge, empowerment, like all the things. And of course, I absolutely love hanging out with the women in my Vitalized Mastermind. And we're, um, you know, we have an amazing retreat coming up. It's just like so, so good. So um, as I think about all the stuff, right, like this journey, like all the things, it's like <sighs> I've had to become so adaptable. I've had to become so adaptable for any of this to work the way that it works. And if we really think about adaptability, it goes hand in hand with abundance and I'm not just specifically talking about like abundance from a wealth perspective. I'm talking about abundance from like a lifestyle upgrade, right? It's like being here to experience and live this incredible life to its fullest, like whatever that means to you. And so it's like in order to have that type of quality of life, you have to be adaptable. But right now, adaptability is at an all-time low. And it's not like people come to me and say, can you help me with my adaptability? Like, that's not what they say. But it's written all over their body that they are struggling to adapt, right? They're struggling to adapt to life, to life circumstances, to the day-to-day, -day, like all the things. And we're actually wired to adapt. Um, I mean, if anything, like the weather patterns show us this, right? It's like today it's spring, tomorrow it's winter, the next day it's fall, and then we have summer. And it's like boom, 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 right? And it's and like we roll with it. Like nature has to roll with it. Um, we pivot, we adjust, all those things. And so in one area of our life, it likely happens effortlessly, but in all the other areas of life, it may not. And it's certainly not happening. I mean, this is absolutely an epidemic of not being able to adapt. So to put this an example um, of what this might look like, if every time something goes off course in your life, and if it feels like lack, then you're working in lack, right? And you're not working with abundance. So if you're really looking for an appointment, you've been looking forward to it all week, and then Whoever is giving the appointment cancels last minute. What do you do? How do you feel? Are you disappointed? Are you bummed out? Are you mad? Um, is it like, oh my gosh, this has screwed up my whole day type of feeling? Or do you adapt? Because if every time something goes off course in your life and you adapt, you're now actually working with abundance and you end up receiving more than you expected. So perhaps it's more results, perhaps it's more lessons, uh, perhaps it's more knowledge, but essentially adaptability is an energetic match for more. 
I often tell my kiddo, like more than anything, I just desire for you to be fully adaptable. I want you to be so adaptable because I know that if he is adapting and he's adaptable, he is working on the frequency of more and he is absolutely going to have an extraordinary life. And that's what we're here for. So when we look at like, okay, why is this happening? Why is it such a problem? Why are we struggling to adapt? Um, well, we can first start the conversation of looking at our energetic set points. Okay. So energetic set points are the level in any area of your life where your brain wants you to hang out. So we all have energetic set points in all of our quality of life areas. So whether this is health, wealth, relationships, spirituality, pleasure, happiness, friendships, like all the things. And so an energetic set point is where your brain is engineered to have you stay put. And this is your set point because it's been coded as survivable. Even if it sucks, you have survived it. And so anything outside of this set point, well, you haven't survived it yet. Okay, so it's not survivable. And your brain will want to bring you back to comfort as soon as possible and at the cost of everything. So when it comes to being really able to go after what we want, right? Uh, there's a consciousness, there's a subconsciousness involved, and then there's also our physical system, our nervous system, and we have to be able to hold it, right? We have to be able to hold it and grow it and hold it and grow it and hold it and grow it. And this is so important. Um, you know, we can look at somebody who wins, whether they win 500 million or a million dollars, right? Like if they haven't done this work, they can't hold it. And statistics show that. You know, 70% of people lose it within five years, oftentimes way sooner, or even from a health perspective. Um, and this is why, like, I'm so excited for the work that we're doing next in the cleansing circle because women will have extraordinary cleanses, but then they aren't doing the work in between the cleanses, right? And so we're amping up the support so that way it's beyond the cleansing because the cleansing system is so important. But what happens if you actually start to compound this, right? You're doing the cleansing, you're doing the work in between, you go to a cleanse, now you are activating total transformation, you are activating quantum leaps, you are accelerating, you are moving that needle forward. Like, it's profound. But uh, another example is, and from the health perspective, is, um, you know, like the biggest losers, right? It's like they go under these massive transformations but 70% of them, uh, or they end up gaining 70% of their weight back. So, right, like that's not long standing. They weren't able to hold it and grow it, hold it and grow it, hold it and grow it, which is what we want to do. Like the physical body, the nervous system has to be able to hold it. And so we have to be able to have the awareness around this because otherwise you're going to constantly feel stuck. And even more than that, you're not going to be able to adapt um, like you like like I want you to, right? You might have certain adaptability in some areas, right? But in other areas, there's just this rigidness, this stuckness, this massive resistance. So the other thing to consider is if you go beyond your energetic set point, you may experience uh, an energetic crash. Okay, so a crash is something that happens to slow you down. 
It can be like a really big distraction or maybe your car breaks down. It's like you're going, you're going, you're going beyond these set points and then it's like boom, distractions, right? You feel exhausted, you're wiped out, you're dealing with a family crisis, your darn dishwasher breaks. It's like all these circumstantial things that come into play. And these are normal. Um, They are part of our biology, they're part of our neurology, and it goes back to us being human. So we're talking about stress, you guys. We are talking about stress um, being so um, demanding on our physical bodies right now. And actually, no, like I'm going to say this differently. We are talking about stress, but we're really talking about the depletion and the toxicity of our physical bodies. And of course, we have the emotional traumas that are going along with this. But the stronger we are on the physical plane, the more resilient we are on the emotional plane. And this is proven in so many um, works of, you know, um, so many different areas of study, this is proven. And so again, this is what makes me so excited about the direction that we have gone is because we are getting right to the root of it so much faster than we ever had before. So if we look at the amount of stress that's on the mind and body, this is known as the allostatic load. And we each have different individual capacities for it. Of course we do. Because we each have different mineral states. We each have different constitutions. We each have different toxic loads. This is what's playing on our ability to adapt. And this is what's playing on our overall capacity and how our glandular system is functioning. Certainly, our lifestyle efforts play a significant role in this, but what comes first, right? So the allostatic load can be thought of as a bucket, and we can only carry so much water, or in this case, stress, in the bucket before it overflows and becomes counterproductive. When it is too heavy, we end up carrying the bucket differently, stressing different muscles in order to manage the burden. So the autonomic nervous system, which regulates many body processes, and as its name suggests, works automatically and without conscious effort, it's made up of two divisions. We have the sympathetic nervous system, which is the fight, flight, or freeze, and the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the rest and digest, which are physiologically absolutely opposed, right? So the sympathetic nervous system comes online during the hustle, but it never goes offline in the grind. And hustle and grind is a sympathetic nervous system process with little room for parasympathetic nervous system. Now, we have developed our sympathetic nervous system over millions of years as a result of living in a predatorial world, right? So, for example, if you imagine you're walking through the woods in the dark, you're in the woods, it's very dark, and you hear a branch crunch behind you. And suddenly your heartbeat changes and your blood flow is shunted as it drains from your brain and prepares to go to your muscles so you can run from whatever lurks in the dark. (laughs) I actually had a real life situation of this. We had been hiking in Montana for like an entire day. You guys, we had hiked one direction and the thick, 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 thick fog could barely see in front of your face. And so when we turned back around to go, um, it was like looking at a whole new landscape. Like we had never saw it before. And so we ended up getting lost for a bit and 
then redirecting and now we're really late and it's been forever since we've seen anybody on the trail. It's late, it's getting dark, we're in Montana, we're hiking on the mountains um, and you know we're not really sure how much further away we are and we're on this super narrow, narrow path. And it's like on one side of it, it's a straight shot up and the other side of it, it's a straight shot down and we're walking and there is this massive mountain goat in front of us and there's no way to get around it. I tell you what, in that moment, all the pain, all the aches, all of um, the discomfort that I was feeling from hiking all day were gone. We're magically gone. I was in a full activation of, oh my gosh, we have a mountain goat coming straight for us. There is nowhere to go around this, not to say that they are, you know, uh, necessarily aggressive, but they absolutely can be, especially when they feel threatened and you, and there's like no space, right? Of course they could move down the mountain, but it wasn't like an ideal path for him either. So anyway, long story short, ended up climbing up a waterfall and, um, just the amazing, like amazing to have this sense of strength come over you. And then to have this sense of high afterwards, it's like full on running on those stress hormones, right? And so in moments of great stress, like we can feel lightheaded, we can have our pulse quicken. And certainly, um, we can tap into like what feels like super, superpowers, right? In that moment. But our limbic system, the old part of our brain is wired to support this type of autonomic response, um, even if the threats in our environment are totally different. So we may be no longer chased by tigers or on the rarely having encounters with mountain goats, but we still live out many of the same kind of fight or flight response. Um, like when we have to break a piece of particularly bad news to someone, for example. But um, this is happening like so often in the day-to-day, day-to-day, day-to-day stuff too. But anyway, when we're in a state like that, our prefrontal cortex, the home of logic and the home of reason goes offline. And we're not producing brilliant solutions. We're not rationally thinking things through. And in our brains, we are still running for our lives. So the sympathetic nervous system developed in a way that would only be activated intermittently times of stress or danger in balance with the parasympathetic nervous system for times of rest, digestion, and other lower stress situations. But um, today, right, our sympathetic nervous system is almost always chronically overactive. In today's world, most of what we see, hear, or do, and more importantly, how we perceive Uh, drives us into this sympathetic nervous system. Uh, From the violence on the TV to the overstimulation from our phones, we are constantly being fueled by fight or flight energy. And it's true that sometimes we do need that sympathetic nervous system boost, right? To chase the things in life, right? But we don't always need it to destroy ourselves in the process. We can achieve our goals through a flow state with our sympathetic nervous system and parasympathetic nervous system in balance. And it's in this flow state where we find joy in what we're doing. We are lit up on fire and in the zone. We are stimulated, but we are also at an ease with true elation and fulfilled purpose. 
And rather than only focusing on the grind, we are focusing also on the flow. And the flow is where we have our greatest success, where things seem to come without even trying. But you can only tap into the flow if you're not in a sympathetic nervous system dominance. Trust me, I know this um, the hard way, okay? So we are addicted to the frazzled sympathetic nervous system mind. And when we're addicted to the sympathetic frazzled nervous system mind, um, we have so much less capacity to deal with stress. So whether that's physical, mental, emotional, or even microbial, um, because stress or stressors can be physical, they can be a chemical, they can be emotional, they can be mental. Stress can look like anger, depression, fear, or guilt, chronic fatigue or other illness or infection, chronic pain, excessive exercise, gluten intolerance, low blood sugar, malabsorption, overexposure to toxins and heavy metals, severe or chronic stress, including toxic relationships, surgery, overworking and keeping late hours, sleep deprivation, excess sugar consumption or excessive caffeine intake, chronically infected root canal or poor oral health, and of course, of course, a million other things. So stressors can come in many forms and intensity, and the body's response to stress is mediated by hormones and our coding. So we are constantly adding to our allostatic load and then wondering why we're on empty. And like at the end of the day, there's no reward from grinding. If we're overworking and burning ourselves out, makes you more likely to get sick with, um, if you're overworking constantly and burning yourself out, this is going to make you more likely to get sick and even make uh, symptoms more severe and have a longer recovering time. So while the interaction between the nervous system and the immune system is complex, we know that when you're always grinding or you're always stimulating, then your sympathetic nervous system is always online and it inhibits many of the body's natural immune response. So remarkable success energy, resilience, and health comes from the flow. And that's why you guys, like I checked myself on this podcast. Like it is late. Okay. I'm it's past my bedtime. Is this an alignment to me? Because alignment is flow. Okay. And this isn't something that I would do all the time, but I have, right. But I've learned the hard way. It's like, this is going to become like, First of all, again, it's like when we are addressing the state of your minerals, it's changing everything for you, right? It's changing your capacity. I feel that with me doing this deeper mineralization work. Um, but also it's like you want to take in everything in the name of life because there are times when we're meant to activate this, right? To, to meet a deadline, but it's not meet a deadline every single night, right? And it's not meet a sing- deadline every single night and then not addressing that. And we're going to talk more about that in a minute, but it's like, we want the good stress. Good stress supports our resiliency. It allows us to adapt and grow, but it's short lived. It's infrequent and it's over quickly where bad stress is chronic, long lasting, negative, depressing, demoralizing. It demotivates you and paralyzes you and it breaks you down. So we want our stress to feel inherently neutral. And so much of this is our perception of it and how we respond to it. How do I manage and integrate my reaction, my responses? Um, because what I say and what I do is either going to boost me up or it's going to deplete me. 
And so much of this comes from being able to reframe our situations, right? Again, adaptability. If you believe that you're always being set up for miracles, that is a truth that you can plug into and that truth allows you to be adaptable. Even before you do the physical work, it's like, do I believe that I'm always being set up for miracles? Because if I do, it'll change the way I adapt. We can't always change the cards that we're dealt with, but we get to decide how we want to play the hand. When we're in a state of stress, though, we will feel like life is happening to us. But in a flow state, we realize we're making the decisions for ourselves, and that's the power within us. So again, when our sympathetic nervous system is activated, um, we can experience that fight, flight, or freeze. It activates our coding for real severe threats even though they're no longer life or death situations, but this is how we respond. This is stress. And so when the body is under stress, it has a really real response to stress. And if your body is under acute or chronic stress, it's going to make your, your uh, manifesting, your um, make it really hard for you to stay the course of your desires because it makes it so much more difficult than what it needs to be. But if you desire for ease, then learning how to work with your body's stress response is crucial because energy has a really hard time flowing to us when we're in a fight, flight, or freeze, or when your whole body is full of cortisol and adrenaline because stress will hijack your brain, obliterate your decision-making power, and your power of choice. In other words, when emotions are high, intelligence is low. So when you're in a state of fight or flight or freeze or stress, you are by definition in a state of fear and anxiety, and you're impressing the fear and anxiety into the quantum field. And while some stress is good in this day and age, most people are completely ruled by it and it puts them in a disempowered state because what you energize is what you manifest. So the more stress you have, the more triggering thoughts you have, and the more you're inviting these things into these things in that are stressing you, right? It's like thoughts don't just become things, thoughts are things. So ex excessive amounts of fight or flight or stress response eventually becomes damaging to the body. So while hijacking the brain, stress also makes you gain weight, right? Lose muscle mass, lose hair, like all the things, age fast, um, age rapidly rather. But the stress response is also driven by scarcity. You're immediately thrown into scarcity because all your brain thinks is that you're going to die any moment, right? I mean, that's an extreme example, but that's literally what that brainstem is saying. So in this state, you're contracted, you're not expanded, and you're not in your fullest expression of yourself. So high levels of stress is essentially putting you in survival mode for extended periods of time. So again, most of us have no clue how much stress we're under, but your body's not going to lie. Your body's not going to lie. <laughs> we have so many ways to read the body that cause BS. Don't tell me you're not stressed because you literally, your body is saying stress. And it'll show us this in many different ways, but it shows us this in the state of the minerals, how they're balancing, how they're, um, what they look like to each other, um, how your glandular state is doing, um, your actual bioenergetic system is going to tell us a lot. Uh, there's so many different ways for us to assess, you know, your dehydration, the outward signs of stress, like so many examples. But the thing is, is that we have become more and more accustomed to it. It's becoming normal um, to be stressed. 
I'm going to change that. It's very common to be stressed, but I don't want to say that it's normal, right? It's just like, it's so common to be walking around this way. And this is especially true for moms, for women with ambitions, right? We don't realize how much this has been stacking up against our body. And we don't realize is that underneath it all, we're walking around in survival mode and this pattern has to get disrupted. So mineralization is going to be your anecdote. Relaxation is another anecdote. So whether you're going for bigger or small stuff in your life, right? Like stress will lead the way. So you will uh, not feel like you're truly able to move the needle. So if you're gonna continue to let stress run the show, then that's also your resistance pattern. So simple things that you can do right now, right? Like if you're not working with us in the cleansing circle or um, femme babes or fiercely empowered mama, like there's still amazing steps that you can take, which is balancing your blood sugar, making sure you're getting adequate protein. Most of you are not getting nearly enough protein. I'm talking hundred grams of protein a day, working with magnesium bisglycinate, um, working with your B vitamins, working with adaptogens, um, certainly like focusing on that cellular hydration. Like we've been having a lot of incredible shifts, uh, for women with the deeper mineralization work and focusing on, um, those electrolytes and working with just a half a scoop of Redmond's Relight a couple times a day. And then of course, like relaxation, right? We can think of a time or a current experience when you felt completely held and safe in 10 minutes of deep breathing. So I've been pretty committed to my red light therapy lately. And that's when I've been doing my breath work, like combining efforts. Um, and so if you resist this conversation, you're like, Oh yeah, just another person tell me I'm stressed. Like why, what's scary about letting go and relaxing? So we want to make, we want to change our energetic set points, right? To when something beautiful and blissful and magnificent comes into your field or meaning into your life, that you allow yourself to be with it, that you make it safe. And you notice where your nervous system starts to freak out a little bit and you practice like holding this and expanding what you can hold and just allowing yourself to be with it. So in review, to summarize this, wow, we did it actually. Um, the relaxation thing is such a huge thing. Like I used to be so um, afraid of taking naps, right? Or shameful of taking naps even. Like it wasn't, it was like a lazy thing. But relaxation is a huge part, especially if I'm going to push the needle, right? So tonight I'm up past my bedtime. Tomorrow I'm going to sleep in. Tomorrow's not a night where I'm like, it's 5 a.m. club. Like, no, I'm going to get my rest one way or another because I know how important sleep is to the entire process. So I also know that how important it is to track my macros, it's so important that I get my protein every day. And a lot of times I go over. I think my goal is like 113 grams of protein a day. And a lot of times I go over. I can't tell you how much that has shifted my capacity, my adaptability. 
continues to enhance. Like I have felt very adaptable since for a while now, since I started the transformational work particularly. Um, but like, it's like next level, um, my ability to shift and move and redirect, you know, as needed to, as need be. Um, but like I said, I'm also doing the deeper mineralization work and that's huge because that's getting right to the specifics of my physical body and enhancing my ability to hold things and to grow things. It's supporting my nervous system from a very fundamental level. It's the very root cause of everything is when we look at those minerals because that's going to change the way that we respond to our environment. It's going to change the way you respond to uh, the toxins, uh, the environmental toxins, the um, the EMFs, like all the things, right? So that in itself is huge. So if you think that you're overstimulated right now, sure. But let's talk about why that really is. And why that really is, is because we are lacking the capacity and the sympathetic nervous system is running the show and we don't have the minerals to support it. And or there's toxicity burning that's making us burn even faster. Like there is a path that exists for you where you don't have to walk away from your life to fix it. And that's again why it's so incredible the work that we're offering, the work that we're doing is because we are really, really primed for helping women expand their capacity and ultimately expand their adaptability. And I know if they're more adaptable, then their whole quality of life increases profoundly. So again, some key things that you can do right now is that relaxation, getting enough sleep, balancing your blood sugar, working with magnesium, working with B vitamins, perhaps working with some adaptogen herbs, uh, taking 10 minutes to relax and do some breath work, and then um, look for your resistance patterns. When things are good, see how long you can hold them. When you call something good in your life, like hold it for as long as you can. Is it a day? Is it two days? And then let's keep expanding that. That awareness of this is going to be huge. And then pay attention to when um, life throws you a curveball. It could be in a cancellation and it could be in a really big thing, right? Like how do you move through that? What's that initial response and or reaction that comes through? So I hope this is helpful, you guys. Um, as always, I love hearing from you. I love to hear your wins, your shifts, your thoughts um, that comes through this. And I'm just so thankful that you have been in my community, that you continue to be here, that you continue to tune in, that you are growing with me, that you're doing the work. It's so good. Oh, the other thing that we have coming out really soon is a new and improved herbal infusion guide. And I am so excited because we have, um, just like, oh, it's so good you guys, but like you're going to, if you're not drinking herbal infusions now, you will be, and you won't stop. Okay. So, um, we're going to have our herbal infusion blend. We're going to release the name of our blend. Um, and just talking about how to supercharge it and drinking herbal infusions is something that's so beautiful and so supportive of getting in that mineralized water. Uh, certainly too, like you guys, like creating space from some of these toxicity, of, of course, is going to be huge, but we want to strengthen our terrain to be our own buffer, to be our own sense of resiliency. 
So anyway, I could go on and on, but I love you guys. I'll talk to you later. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved your time with me, please subscribe and leave me a review on iTunes so I can keep bringing you the good stuff. And then come say hello and be part of the conversation by joining me in our private Facebook group, Fiercely Awakening.